Each and every Wednesday on Sporting Goss, we do have Hamish Brayshaw in, the captain of the West Coast Eagles waffle team, to talk about West Coast waffle, but also talk about the competition in general. And you come in for the very first time after a win. You're pretty pumped. Yep, I am. Thanks for having me back, Goss. Finally get a win off the back. <laughs> win on the board, and uh, and it's definitely good to be here uh, with a W and four yeah. points. How, dif- how difficult was it? Can you share with our listeners just how difficult it was coming off some bad losses, and you had a, a couple of stinkers inside yep. that, and, you know, you've got to be up and about, but at the same time, it, it really did weigh you down a bit. Yeah, it did. Um, it is hard to be so positive and upbeat after getting, you know, we had a couple of games where we lost by basically 100 points. Um, but... You know, internally we could see that it was, you know, we could it was clear what was going on, and we could see that what the things we needed to do to fix it, and we thought we were getting to a point where we were, you know, being competitive. Um, but the pressure from outside when you're zero and eight is uh, is quite a bit. So, and as captain, you wear a lot of that. So, it was definitely, you know, a big relief to finally get the four points, and and we thought, you know, we we thought we were in the last month of football. So, <clears throat> to finally get the to the four points and the win was massive. Mm. And look, the, uh, we've gone back over it a couple of times, but a couple of weeks prior to that, you did play Claremont at Claremont. Yep. Probably, and I'll be honest, I think you blew your chances. You had chances yeah, to yep. win the game. Yeah, you had more forward 50 entries. You dominated the stat sheet. Couldn't get the job done. And you had half the available AFL talent virtually from what you had against Subiaco. So the writing was certainly on the wall. Yeah, no question. I mean, we um, we probably missed, oh, I reckon we missed three goals from within 15 metres oh. that game. <clears throat> um, and, you know, we had we were dominated in the contest. We, we really got the ball going forward our way. And it was probably that last sort of 10 minutes of footy edge quarter that, that hurt us. Um, but we, you know, we, yeah, you're right. We didn't have Luke Shuey. We didn't have a lot of these guys that that came back the week after we had a, still a pretty raw and young team. Mm. We had Will Collins and, and Connor West playing for us for the first time. Um, and we managed to take it up to what were, I think now are the premiership favorites. Yeah, no doubt. Claremont and Subiaco, the top two teams. As we take a look at the ladder, Claremont on top, a game clear of Subiaco, South Fremantle, West Perth, Swans make out the top five and East Fremantle, who's your battle this weekend. Then you've got Perth, Peel. East Perth. Now, you're down the bottom of the ladder yep. with one win from nine. Realistically, have you shut the door on making the finals or do you think with a good run and, again, availability of players that you can give it a shake? Oh, it would have to be a very good run and a tremendous availability. Uh, we look back on 2019, we were two and seven. So after nine rounds in 2019, we were two and seven. And then I think we won pretty much the rest of the season. Like we might have lost one or two games for the rest of the year. So it's t- – I mean – it's always a chance. I think the fact what's uh, West Perth uh, uh, Swans they don't round. They're four. They're wins, five and four. Five and four. So yep. I mean, four wins out is you know there's still plenty of footy left. West in Coast the year. Fever Netball started three games behind everyone yep, else and, and a second yeah, on the ladder. Exactly. They haven't lost a game. Anyway, yeah, I, I mean it's it's it is a far cry from finals at the moment. But we were in a pretty similar position in nineteen, and it it does the way our team works is it it is all about availability at sure. AFL level. So we're very much dictated by them. We we don't. At this point of the season, it's not so much winning and losing for us. It's being competitive. I mean, we were happy with the Claremont game, albeit we lost. If we can just put that effort mm. in, regardless of what team we put on the park, we can put an effort in to be competitive, we'll be happy. Spoke to Kieran Hug on the show on Monday. Uh, he's kicked five goals uh, in the last two games against Claremont and Subiaco. And he sort of epitomises that top-up player for yep. me, doesn't he? And yep. his, his, his love of playing for West Coast, he says the commitment around the group at training around the club, the availability of facilities. But I want to say this to you. He was absolutely glowing in your leadership and your connection through the club and the waffle level. something you should be very proud of. Um, and uh, I think that goes a long way to success of the footy club. And, and Huggy was very, very open and honest in regards to your involvement at that team. Oh, thank you very much, Huggy. Uh, no, he, you're dead right. He's the bloke that epitomises our sort of top-up listed players. 
Um, <clears throat> we, we say it. We actually spoke about it a little bit last night. Waffle clubs, we're in a position where we only have 20. I think we've got 23 on our top-up list. Um, and other clubs have got 60. You know, they've got Resi's league and they've got players that aren't playing Resi. So, I mean, they've got a lot of players. We're in a relative – we're in a position where we can have – real connection and, and a real tight group mm. of players in at other, some other waffle clubs, you might have little clicks here and there and you've got your group of mates, but we're all, we're all pretty much holding hands at training. We're all so tight. So it's, um, it, it, it does breed into that culture. Whereas, and now we've got selection issues because we've got bikes coming back mm. and guys really value their position in the team. Guys are valuing their spots and the guys who are missing out are still just as invested as the guys who are in. But yeah, he, um, and you know, I'm really, really, really happy that he was the one that kicked that winning goal, winning goal because, the work that he puts in on and off the track is just, it's unmatched. So he, uh, a very, very good reward. Yeah, for he's a good fella. And we, it was good to have him on the show. But if you get a chance to hear what he said about you, uh, it would be good for your confidence as well, Hammer. It's a, it's a good feather in your cap. Okay, let's turn our attention to the whole competition this weekend. We'll get to uh, West Coast Waffle taking on East Fremantle. Now, they're all Saturday afternoon fixtures, which I think is great, of course, mm-hmm. for the WAFL, weather permitting. We have some good weather. Now, you take on, uh, we'll take, Subiaco take on Swan Districts at Leaderville Oval. You hear that here on SEN. In radio, Tyson Beatty will be calling the action there. I still genuinely believe from all the waffle that I have seen that Subiaco is the best team. I agree. I think I just, I looked at it and saw Swans were playing them and unlucky, I think, because I would hate to be the team that has to get them after us. They'll, they'll be, uh, I think they'll have a pretty good clip at training this week. They, Mm. I think they lost contested footy to us by the most. They've just about lost contested ball by in the last 10 years. I mean, that's what they pride themselves on. They're a strong and proud club. So they'll no doubt bounce back this week. Um, and, yeah, I do still think they're the team to beat. Yeah, don't forget, it is, they're doing a big thing for men's health down there at Subiaco Oval. I think you've got to do 45 push-ups, I think, uh, in regards to just yeah. keeping an eye on yep. your mental health. Is that happening right around the competition? Uh, I'm not sure. Just we were up in the Subi rooms afterwards, and I, it's push-ups or sit-ups or one how of them. How was that up there? Because I, I did see a gentleman on social media said the best part about the game on the weekend was the West Coast boys went up for a beer after the game, which which is old-fashioned. Yeah, well, I mean, we try and do that every chance we get. We go, we went up to East Perth when they beat us. We went up to Subi the other day. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, Shuey, it was actually funny. Shuey uh, was obviously pretty happy with the win and uh, and threw his card behind the bar <laughs> oh, for, nice. the, for the 20 boys there. So, no, that was good. But oh, I think it's a pretty good part of Waffle Footy. It shows short sportsmanship. But, you know, win, lose, or draw, we're all young blokes. And we, we know, we, we all know each other through around the traps. So it was good to get up and have a drink with them. Sort of, uh, I like the whole facilities up there are really nice. And I, uh, I'll tell you what, I really like the, uh, the jackets that they've got going on. The five game jackets. The, yes. Uh, unreal. Yes. Really Did cool. they make a presentation? Did someone reach the five uh, game? Yeah, someone got the five game jacket. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, um, <laughs> they're pretty cool. But no, it's good. I, I think at every possibility we can and every chance we do get, we, uh, we go up and have a drink. Yeah, it's good stuff. Like to, like to see that. It was great to, feedback on social media. Hammer Brayshaw is in the studio. We're talking all things Waffle, of course. Peel Thunder are hosting East Perth down there at David Gray's Arena. And Peel Thunder and East Perth at the moment hold eighth and ninth position. But on any given day, uh, Peel Thunder can beat anyone. And we know East Perth are starting to just starting to get a little bit busier. Yeah, um, you're right. I mean, Peel are a bit like us, dictated by AFL strength. Uh, I think there's there might be a few Freo boys coming back mm. this week. Um, I read in the paper this morning, not sure. Fives touch and go, there's a few. So if they get a few back there, Peel obviously gets their stocks bolstered. So that'll be interesting. But I think East Perth is starting to tick over. They, they were really good against um, South Freo. Probably should have beaten South Freo twice this year, mm. uh, if I'm um, being serious about it. But, yeah, I, it's going to be a good contest down there. Helps. I, I think East Perth. East Perth? Yep.
I'm back in East Perth. East Perth? Yep, back in East, East Perth. Perth. Provident Financial Oval up there at uh, Joondalup. West Perth take on Claremont. Now, I saw them play each other. Actually, Gilly and I stood on the dollar's deck at Claremont yep. and watched this. This was the most physical, brutal game of football I've seen in a long time, before half time. And in the end, it was West Perth who ran out of petrol tickets. They couldn't go a yard in the third quarter. Claremont overran them. Um, West Perth have got their uh, wobbly boots on at the moment. They are currently fourth. Claremont on top of the ladder. Uh, how do you see this playing out, having known that you've played Claremont in their last contest? Uh, I think Claremont are just – I think Claremont are too good, to be, if I'm being honest. I think even up there? Even up there. I mean, West Perth are a good side, and I wouldn't be surprised if it goes – No Connor know, West? Yeah, yeah, no Connor West. We've got him. Thanks for coming. But, no, nah, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes deep, but I think Claremont are just uh, a class above this year, so I think I'll tip Claremont. Okay, tipping Claremont to beat West Perth there. And, of course, Fremantle Community Bank Oval, um, and I think this is the first time that Perth have made a trip there for a long time. I think the last three have been at MRP. Perth were – we spoke to Masto on Monday as well. Yep. Incredibly disappointing against East Fremantle. Yep. Um, with a lot of big names back, maybe too many back too soon. Yeah, not for sure. they had eight back or something. I mm. mean, <clears throat> McInnes, Busher, a lot of these guys. Rogers. Rogers had missed a lot of footy. I mean, Froze was, played us in round one and, and missed a bulk of footy yeah. until this point. Uh, I think they'll only be better for it. South Rio are a very good team. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's I, a tough comp, mate. It is. None <clears> of these <throat> games... None and of these dead games set, are dead. Jump, yeah, dead set certainties. So, I mean, a week, two weeks ago, I would have said South Rio, but with the, the list that Perth have got back in, I think they're going to be really disappointed after the week, and I'm I'm going to tip Perth in to jump them. All righty. Perth to beat South Rio. So far, you've gone for home, away, away, away. West Coast Waffle are away to East Fremantle. New choices home park. I know who you're tipping. Yep. What are you expecting from East Fremantle? Another team that we uh, spoke earlier on the show to, to uh, John O'Marsh, Brother of Harry, who played for Subi last week, and yep. he got good oil about uh, West Coast. Yeah. Uh, what are you expecting from East Fremantle, who are on the cusp of the top five? They touched us up last time we played them. They were really, really good around the contest. They smacked us there. A lot of their midfielders got a lot of the footy. Are they physical? Are they yeah. more physical than <clears throat> most other teams? They're more physical than I, you know, than I anticipated them being. This we played them a couple of times this year. We played them in a pracky match earlier in the year at MRP, and then we played them. Is that the um, one they tried to beat you up? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's we get hunted with, you know, we're a yeah. with an AFL club. doesn't matter where we are on the ladder. Teams are going to come out and try and go after us. So um, I don't mind that in a team. It's, it's it's a football game. You've got to be competitive. So they came out and touched us up. Um, but, yeah, they, they beat us at the contest. A lot of their mids got a lot of the footy and can use it pretty well. So they got a lot of ball movement through there, which opened up their forward line. And Marsh kicked seven, I think, on us last time. Hugh Dixon got really mm. good looks. So they, they got a very damaging forward line. So if we can put pressure around the contest and, and not let that ball come in as easily, that'll be uh, that'll probably be what we're looking to do this week. And a, a player availability. Today is Wednesday, of course. Yep. AFL availability. You've got uh, the game on Sunday, the Eagles senior yeah. team play. Yep. Does that sort of work against you and players being held over? Or how does that work, do you reckon? Well, it's going to be tough this week, I think. Um, medical sub <laughs> plus... Being kept medical over, you sub lose plus, Connor West. Medical sub plus carryover. Uh, we lose Westy, he's hurt his ankle. We lose um, McGee, knee. Yep, Specky's hurt his knee. I think Will <laughs> Collins might be back. Uh, so that, you know, that's touch and go. I'm not sure there. Saw him wander into the game the other day. Yeah. I was, I did, on his own, it was just before the bounce. He just meandered down. Yeah. He doesn't get our first gear, will No, nah, he doesn't. He, oh, he does on the footy field, that's for sure. No, but he cracks in. Yeah, in, uh, in, just in general play. He's a, <laughs> he's a walker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so I, I don't, I'm not sure what the uh, selection will look like. I mean, I was reading the paper this morning, and there's a couple of guys You've that You've done are, a lot of paper reading Well, I just morning? had a coffee this morning while I was waiting okay. and, and had a little read. But there's a few players for West Coast that are, you know, 50-50 to come back. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure how that plays into the, our waffle hands because the game's the day after. Yes. If they, you know, I'm using Gov as an example. If they want to use Gov 
and he's 50-50, they'll, and he's a quality of player. What does he Harry is. Edwards do? Yeah, they'll hold Gov gotcha. over until the morning of, so potentially gotcha. Harry has to – anyway, I'm not sure. I'm not on selection, thank goodness. But um, I think, we, you know, we've got pretty good health. We only lost one AFL-listed bloke from the weekend. Yep. Uh, so we'll have, you know, we'll have very good depth, I think. This so weekend. confidence going in just to, you know, I mean, they're going to start favourites. There's no doubt about that. But yep. at the same time, is <clears> you, you'll, if, if you can just take the last couple of games into this yep. game. Yep, I, I think so. We can't focus too much on what uh, happened earlier in the year against them. We were a completely different side now and, uh, than what we were. Uh, we just focus on contest. If we can do what we've been doing for the last month, uh, win, lose or draw, we'll be competitive. And, and that's all we can hope for. Hamish Brayshaw in the studio for Sporting Goss. A couple of things. How's your knee? I'm going to talk personally on you. You looked sore a couple of times. I know you've got it strapped up. Um, yep. What is the problem? Oh, it's a little – in 2018, my first year at the club, I did a little fat pad tear on my left knee, and I think I've done a similar thing but not as bad on my right knee. And I've caught it early, I think, but I'm just managing it. I had cortisone in there, and yep. and it was – it just it, – it's every now and again I strap it up and it feels good, and then when the tape gets loose and something happens, it just sort of – Gets a little bit uncomfortable, so I jabbed it up at half time. It was fine. So just about ten, five minutes to go in the second quarter, yeah. it started to get a bit sore. And uh, may I say, and I've had a look at it back since after doing the Coast to Coast podcast with Oscar Allen and yourself yesterday, yep. I did watch the singing of the song. Yep, you, you, you went next level. Yeah, well, that was probably uh, it's top two for me for sure. Claremont in twenty nineteen, we beat them by a point. Uh, at Claremont, and oh, yeah, they were they were you know one and two. Take your pick. Can you actually almost pass out? Well, yeah, because you're going so hard. Because the way it works, our song is you go. We've changed. You added the new bit, so some it's a call and response. The start, and yeah. I do the call. Yeah, and they all respond. But and so by the time it gets to the actual, we're the Eagles, West Coast. I'm you know I've just gone <laughs> nuts for the first little bit, and I, you really you, you can't catch your breath. So. It gets to the end of the song and it's, oh, thank goodness. But, yeah, you uh, you can go pretty hard. You went hard. You yeah. did go hard. But well done to you, mate. Hey, Thanks, appreciate boss. you coming in as well. Always do on a Wednesday. Hamish Brayshaw joining us. In fact, we'll go out from today's Waffle Chat with Hammer Brayshaw with your finest work, the song. Here it is. <laughs> Hammer Brayshaw after the West Coast Eagles upset Subiaco. That's right, Subiaco last week. This is the Sporting Goss. We are the West Coast.